Welcome to the Winning Edge Investments Podcast. Winning Edge Investments provides industry-leading horse racing and sports betting tips, ratings and education, enabling you to invest intelligently and treat your betting like a business. Go to www.winningedgeinvestments.com to learn more about how you can start to supercharge your betting bank immediately. Treat your betting like a business and invest intelligently with Winning Edge Investments. G'day everyone and welcome to the first Winning Edge Saturday preview of 2022. Our WA expert Cam O'Brien is with me as always. A little while ago now, Cam, but how was your Christmas slash New Year's period? Yeah, it was good. It was a nice little bit of a uh, little break just after that time, but and is always busy with racing during Christmas and New Year's, of course. But um, no, it was it was a nice time of the year catching up with family and, and such. And um, as I say, I had a little break with the kids during January at one point, but we're now we're in February and we're um yeah just just ploughing on with normal racing. Perfect. And uh, we're racing at Pinjarra Park tomorrow in the West, which is a track about an hour an hour south of Perth. We haven't spoken about this track before, so interested to hear your thoughts on how that track normally plays. Yeah, yeah. So this is Pinjarra's uh, meeting where they get the main Saturday meeting. So it's um, this isn't a provincial meeting. This is a metro quality meeting, uh, and they've got you know they've got a couple of big races there: a two hundred thousand dollar Magic Millions three year old race and a two hundred fifty thousand dollar Magic Millions two year old race. And um, and so this is their Magic Millions day, and then um, there's a hundred thousand dollar race after that too so it's a good program and Pinjarra is a good track um it's it you as with most tracks look over the shorter trips you are better off being on pace but it's not that bad that you can't win from midfield and back um and so the, it's generally a, a track that you know, it's uh you know it, it's good to bet at generally because it generally pl- plays pretty well yep and uh we're going to talk about the two feature races uh that you mentioned race seven and is uh, the three-year-old Magic Millions trophy, and it's also the first leg of the quaddy. Spin mm. the Knife is a very short price favourite here. Can you get him as short as what the market has him at around $1.65? No, no, I can't. Look, I've got Spin the Knife on top, and <clears throat> about a length and a half clear on top, but um, there's 11 other horses in the race, and I make, I make him at this stage about a $3 chance. Uh, he was good. Look, on figures, he's been good. Uh, last prep, he went 99 up to 104 in his first two first up wins over a thousand meters and then came back off that uh in third up and then went out for a spell and uh and first up he's come back going 103 so he's come back nearly at his top from last prep uh he's up to 1200 meters for the second time in his career in the first time in his career that he raced over 1200 meters was in april last year in the Karakata plate and he went two hard in front he's a leader he's non-pacer he went too hard in front that day and just knocked up his beaten nine lengths and then he was spelled now yeah he went too quick in that as a two-year-old and uh, a bit keen but still it's it means that you know he's not 100 percent bulletproof at 1200 meters uh he was good though he was strong in his win over 1100 first up so now is a bit more of a mature horse perhaps the 1200 is not going to be too much of a problem he did go fast though last start in front like he doesn't he doesn't really know any other way than to go along in front so uh if he is vulnerable at the end of 1200 then then we'll know late but look i've got to say three dollar top pick i don't think 
I, I wouldn't be taking odds on. Uh, I think there's other good horses in the race. My second pick is the two red 53 who resumes his unbeaten three goes. He's already gotten up to 100 at, at a top in three runs so far and is absolutely going to love the 1,200 and further. Uh, and so we'll like the pace on. It's not value at this stage, but it's not far off. I'm about $6 or so. Just, no, sorry, about 6.50 I am, and it's about seven seven fifty. So it might be a bit. Um, and I've got Ace Fire as a chance too, who's about $12 in the market, and I'm about nine fifty. Uh, it's been pretty consistent, but there's also there's also there is one Ruffy will be definitely backing in the race, which, which is the Six Black Fantasy, which is uh well look I mean I've I've only got this about sixteen dollars, but it's fifty to one and and is within my uh sorry I don't have sixteen I'm, sorry I've got about thirteen dollars I mean to say, but it's fifty to one, so it's it's a small Ruffy bet for me in the race at this stage. Plus hopefully it might be on you know Red Fifty Three or Ace Fire as well potentially. There's a few to chuck in the quaddy for our for a wide quaddy for our quaddy ponsors for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, race eight we're going to talk about as well, which is the other feature race, the two-year-olds Magic Million, also over 1,200. Much more open race here with Street Parade, She's a Belter, She's Graceful, all vying for favoritism. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, they're all pretty similar kind of prices. Those three in the market. I've got um I've got Street Parade on top. And I've got it backable. I've got it uh, shorter than the four dollars and significantly, well, not significantly, but short, short enough to be a bet. Um, uh, I think she's a belter is the logical danger, and she's respectful as a chance as well. Talking about those two horses first up, she's a belter's been okay in two runs. It, it was, I mean, it's maiden win was okay two back, but they didn't run great times, so it didn't rate all that high. Improved the figure by a couple of lengths when it was wide last start at Ascot in the, in the Magic Means plate. And so it was okay there. That was sort of in the low 90s, that rating. Um, when you compare that to, say, uh, She's Graceful, it went 90 last time as well. So those two horses are doing similar kinds of figures. Uh, but when you compare that to the favourite, well, sorry, my favourite, that is to say Street Parade, uh, <clears throat> it was disappointing first up. So it's second up today and it's had one prior run prior to that first up run. So it's had two runs total. It was just a bit wide and back too far in the pack last start when it resumed going 89. Now it's five lengths below its best because on debut in November last year, it did a 99. And so I've got a top based on that 99. I don't obviously haven't given it 99 because, you know, question marks on it based on the lesser first up run. But if it gets anywhere near that 99 based on the uh, fact that those other horses are doing 90-91, then Street Parade still is the one to beat for me. So, yeah, look, I need $4 to be on it. So it's... Currently right on that market, $4 and $3.90, some other bookies. So as long as there's some $4 around tomorrow, then I'll be backing it. Okay, great. And um, just lastly, remind us what you offer as part of your Winning Edge service and how the listeners can get involved if they aren't already. Yeah, winningedgeinvestments.com and, um, yeah, the WA rating service. I do uh, pretty much all turf meets uh, and you get my prices at the – qualifying races like if there's lots of first starters not doing those races but you know most races every meet uh you get my prices and tips and suggested bets uh at yeah at all, all those uh meetings all the year round thanks very much for that cam great thanks Lois.